So, it's Monday morning, Harry. Mm. Why didn't this... I shouldn't have asked that because it's kind of a leading question. Why didn't this happen on Friday? You tell me, Adam. Because you were sozzled out your mind. I acquired a taste for gin and tonic at around 9.45 in the morning. Um, no, so one of the guys on the board, um, well, I went to uh, the cricket over at Edgebaston. Never been to a cricket match before. Never even watched a cricket match before. Did you watch any this time? Or? No, I did. I did. Um, I was there, as in... It, <laughs> in, in body. It was in, <laughs> it was, in mind. It was in front of me. Um, but yeah, so a couple of guys from the board, uh, a new client, and then a couple of other guys from other people's companies came. There were six of us. Great day. Um, but that resulted in us not recording on Friday. Yeah. And then life happened at the weekend, so we're recording this on yeah. Monday. What's the date today, actually? Monday, the 8th of August. The 8th. It's the 8th already, mate. I feel like I've got something happening on the 10th. You just, you got a calendar, haven't you? You quickly check. We'll wait. Yeah, but the 10th's a Wednesday. Okay. Nothing? Nothing in my calendar. Misses is at a spa day, but... You'll know on Thursday Nothing. when something will pop up and be yeah. like, where were you yesterday? <laughs> Who's going first topic-wise? Um, I'll go first if you want. Okay, let's I'm do gonna, it. I'm going to sort my note again. Um, the top... I love the fact you make notes. It's just so I remember, honestly. It's, okay. Otherwise, I'll, I'll forget it. I nearly forgot it when I was... Because I thought of it this morning. I thought, I thought of it in the morning. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll make a coffee and some breakfast. And I thought, oh my God, what was I going to ask him? <laughs> But I, think I remember what it was. And it was actually sparked by, obviously you did the Facebook Live. Um, yeah, last Thursday. Last Thursday, which went down well. Um, and also Instagram's had an update um, yep. with their Snapchat-esque thing. So my question or topic, should I say, is kind of just about social media in general and keeping up to date with it. How do you keep up to date? Do you try and keep up to date with everything about all the new social medias that come out? What's the most important or most appropriate for, say, you or kind of whatever business you're trying to run, things like that? Okay. Do you need to be on all of them? Just you Wow. Know, There's just a, lot a, lot, there. a lot to go out. There's a lot, a lot to lot dig there. into. No, that's cool. I'll start with the first one, I guess, is do you keep up with all of them as they come out or do you just kind of wait for them to so, become big? Yeah, yeah, so two different things there. Um, firstly... So let's separate it's it nice off. Coffee, it's good coffee, isn't it? Um, for anyone that doesn't know, if you have an espresso machine, you can go to Costco and get them about a third of the price of the actual normal capsules, and they taste great. To answer your question, um, think of it kind of separately in terms of, one, do I pay attention to every social platform, mm. but two, do we execute on every platform? And the only reason I want to keep them separate is because I think what I try and do is be aware of all the platforms that are out there, and that's when you'll go, you'll register an account, you'll test it out just to see the mechanics of it. But I don't believe you should try and build up a following and move your audience left and right all the time to the new the new platform. Because like you said, we don't know if it's going to be there for a week, a month, a year. Or yeah. It's just there's so many of these popping up at the moment, it's really difficult. Um, but on the flip side of it is as a company now, one of the, the biggest assets we have as a company is our community. So we have a lot of builders, merchants, manufacturers approaching us to help them with their social media. So we kind of not only have to think about what works for us in terms of um, getting people in front of our website package and our office package and bits like that and the best platform to engage on that. When people come to us and want to speak to us about the new Instagram Snapchat update and how does that affect things, should my business be on Pinterest or YouTube mm. or Facebook or everything, we do need to have like a yeah. fundamental understanding of what really works. 
So for our business, we've just doubled down on Facebook. We, we've got Twitter. We did it for a while. Um, we just felt there was li- very little engagement for our audience on Twitter at that point in time. You can do almost the, you can do more on Facebook than you can anything else, can't you? You can do more on Facebook, um, and especially for community building, it's perfect mm-hmm. because it's not just a one-to-one between us and John the Plumber. We want John the Plumber to speak to our other eleven thousand members. So, um, I think it's really key to learn what's happening out there in social media, but definitely don't try and spread yourself too thin and do do all channels all the time unless you've got a team that's going to suffice and your product naturally fits like I don't even know one trade professional in our community that's talking about Instagram yeah I imagine some of them are on it some of them will be dabbling but in terms of like scale and using it as a platform to engage with them I just it's they're not, not there I guess well like I, I I'm a lurker really because I forget to take pictures but um a lot of the stuff you see on there is very kind of just it's brands more than anything that's what's advertised on on Instagram definitely no I think it's I think it just comes down to what you're selling to be honest I think if you've got um, t-shirts overstatement they'll do really well on Instagram because we can run it's a visual product yeah visual product we can run the we can run the ads from the Facebook back end so the targeting is really specific even though it's a bit dodgy at the moment Um, but I think it comes down to the product you're trying to sell to you can't force, we can't go on a massive 12-month campaign on teaching every trade in the UK why Instagram is important for the business just so we can communicate with them. you just got to go to where they are and they're all on bloody Facebook, like every single one of them. Um, because it's a, it's a lonely job. They want to go and engage with people. I saw um, a couple of the people I follow on Instagram, obviously when, it, when this new Snapchat thing came out yep. for it, some people obviously just enjoy it because it's yet another thing to post to um but this one this one guy was is a um he's a physique coach so he trains people bodybuilding and things like that and um he's doing these videos now and he's like yet another platform and he's just you can see he's just so he's just not happy about the whole thing really it's kind of because i guess he's i don't because i've got snapchat as well but i don't really i don't really use it so so i'm not following him if it's on there but i'm guessing what he's doing is he's on because he's having to do he's update he does YouTube fair enough yeah but then he's obviously on Facebook Snapchat and Instagram as well and it's just yeah you, you I think spend a, your whole time just doing all of them I think it's a really interesting move I agree it's be, when the trouble is is when you've got a following on one platform you believe it's going to be easy to move them across mm-hmm. another platform but the way that we've always thought and learnt about social media is engage with people on the platform they're on don't try and move them. And there's going to be a lot of people now that have got Instagram and have just started on Snapchat and they're just going to sack off Snapchat now because they've already got the following Instagram and they've just got that fe- features yeah. and functionality. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how that whole thing pans out. And this, I know this is your topic, but what might be, like for me, what's interesting on the Instagram Snapchat topic is for us as a business, like are we, this isn't my question to you, but a talking point is, are we building something that's defendable? Because if you can see what Snapchat, what happened to Snapchat with Instagram. I mean, nearly pixel for pixel, the thing's the damn same. How you view, how you yeah. save, how you record, how but you... But it's a... It's a um, I heard someone speaking about it, actually, but it, they, were, they justified it as... Apparently, it's justified as it's a concept that they've copied, not... So it's not blatant... Um, plagiarism. Plagiarism. No, I... I I see. I don't agree. I don't agree. Because all they're doing is basically videos that delete themselves. Yeah, ephemeral messaging and bits like that. Which, if they did it in their own unique way, in terms of how you navigate and use it, I understand it a little bit. 
but the thing is like pixel for pixel the same like the whole orientation the navigation menu the, the whole thing is odd and then it look i thought this is my lack of understanding of kind of tech protection but if someone had fired up um expert trades or super expert trades.com and create the same app as us i believe we would be protected under our trademark and bits like this with the moves that facebook slash instagram just made against snapchat like our value isn't in our app it's in the people that use it i don't know how snapchat's going to protect those people at the point in time because instagram's a single platform my guess is when people are on snapchat they're on instagram anyway and like you just said people don't want to be doing this thing in two places mm. what do you think is going to happen i don't know i mean it's a, it's a tough one because obviously <laughs> because it is literally the same thing mm-hmm. it's not like ah oh, yeah but this does this and this does that so i like to go on say the instagram one because it allows me to do something better i mean Instagram's more of a combined package now though because it does both Mm -hmm. it does the pictures on your timeline or whatever you want to call it Um, and then the the Snapchat-esque side yep I think I don't know I don't know what people's audiences are because I would imagine if if you follow them if you follow someone on Snapchat you're probably likely to go and find them on Instagram as well because you want to I don't know Uh, it depends People, it depends what people's habits are when it comes to following someone. Do you find them on one platform and then find them on every other one? I think, or, or do you just I find a skeezer on Snapchat? I just follow him on, on Snapchat. In, in my like personal opinion, I think you, unless you're navigated through from that brand or that person, you're just going to enjoy where you want to be. If they're there, you'll follow them. That's the, yeah. Um, that's what I, was I don't see many people creating accounts on Snapchat or any other platform just to follow a specific brand. Yeah. Um, if you're in, if you're already, already using that platform, then great. I was gonna. I thought that was your. Feet. I, I literally <laughs> thought that was in the room. I was gonna say um, the people I follow on Snapchat are because they've screenshotted their Snapchat. Yeah, the, logo. the whole so thing. That's, that's the whole thing that confused me about I Snapchat when I first. In Snapchat, I don't, okay. I don't go on it flat out. Okay, fair See, it annoys me. I don't. I don't understand why you would want to take pictures that delete themselves. Well, that's the thing that I was listening to is people are under a lot of pressure on social platforms where things stick around. So Instagram, they post something, it's on their timeline forever. If it doesn't get enough likes or engagement, they then feel pressured around that and they actually go back and delete it, which is odd. I agree. But that's what, that's what people are doing on Instagram. And because people are doing that on Instagram, they, um, they're getting less shares because people are more aware of that it's going to be there forever. So they're trying to bring Ridiculous. this. They're trying to bring this Snapchat. It, it, we listened to the, the thing this morning. Mm. It just comes down to the fact that it's just advertising revenue. Like you need to be on there all the time. Eyeballs. People are paying for engagement, and if people want to have that Snapchat esque sort of, I'm going to post it. This is what's happening in my life right now, and I know it's not going to be sticking around for the next five years. It makes sense. I suppose as well with it kind of trains the the viewer to check in more frequently because you know that. It's ephemeral. It's going to go. Yeah, exactly. Forever. You need to check in. It's an interesting loop. It's a mentality that trains you up for. And I think Snapchat's done all the legwork. And I think Instagram now is going to benefit from all that Mm. training. But pull it back to what we do. Like, what stops one of these big players that are turning over 15, 20, 25 million a year in our space literally just looking at what we do and copying the same thing? Tough topic, but hey, it's there. I don't think there's anything stopping them, is there? No. um, There's no. There's no. 
you can't protect the software that we create. But you you can. I mean, I don't I don't quite know the full extent of copyright or anything, but I think at the I'm end of the day, when we look at what can, we do, it's quite do, yeah. They can do a really good interpretation of what we've already done. Yep. So this is me asking you, sort of from our sales perspective, is what do we need to do as a company to make sure that if X company creates an app that helps with all the management side of the business, what is our kind of USP? Why will people stick with us? I think I think I think at the moment anyway, it's our, our kind of our size of a company it allows okay. us to be more personal. Like a lot of the people we because we speak to almost everyone. Yep. More than, like several times, um, and some of them face to face as well. Yep. I think that's something that these bigger companies don't have. And but on that note, how do we take that to scale then? When we when we triple, quadruple in size over the next year, two years, how do we still act as that small company with that one to one relationship level at scale? More staff. More. <laughs> <laughs> it's just higher every for every ten sign ups. It's higher so everywhere. <laughs> just get them knocking on. No, but you know what I mean. It's tough. Yeah. Like, I agree with you. Is our USP like the reason people know, like, and trust us is because they can pick up the phone and speak to the team. They know the faces. They know the people that work on the dev, the marketing, the sales, the support. I think, I think so. That's just down to um, culture in the end. That so long as we kind of keep that mentality that we are yep. <clears throat> very close knit, we speak to everyone, that even when we do scale up, I think we can still take those values so that when a new customer comes in, when we're, when we're, Hundred thousand members strong yep. or whatever, they still feel like uh, they've got that personal relationship. Yeah, and I think the one thing that we always kind of glance over, um, not in terms of internally, but in terms of value, is we connect a lot of members with each other. Yeah. So they've got these groups that they communicate with themselves in, and I actually feel like that's our only barrier. The reason that we've built this community, and they are everyone that comes into it is making that a lot stronger like no one can just come and just put this app they, we 10 devs in the center of birmingham tomorrow could start writing that the same of ours and they could go and put it in the nose of 50 of our members and it might be a better ui better experience more features mm. and in my opinion because the relationship we've got they'll just take this app and come back to us and say we like these three features can you build it because yeah. we're sticking with you and i think it's that community element that we've built that's made it that yeah, and, that, and, and that's kind of, that's kind of what you built at the start of the company as well. Really, is that just that community, and that's kind of what's got us where we are now. I mean, so. you saw it at the Facebook Live at the end of it. Like yeah. it got, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. got, it got emotional, man. Like, it, so we ran a Facebook Live class, um, which was around it's a Facebook masterclass on getting trades using Facebook um, in a professional way to help them actually win more work. And at the end of it, we had the Q and A session, and then one guy cropped up and he was like, "So, what's the future for expert trades?" And then I kind of just went off on how I see the company going what we've done over the last three years and where we're going with it and there were so many people that were watching that Facebook live that were there three mm. years ago three and a yeah. half years ago when I started it um, that have just been consistently there we've been on the phone we spoke to them we've met them we've helped them they call us up at Saturday 10 o'clock because they're short on business cards and we've done them before for the like we've just gone above and beyond for these people and it shows that if your initial 100 to 300 users if you just look after them, they will, st and they're still with you three years later. You must be doing something right, and I think that's the value in our community. And then, as, and then and as well, what is quite beneficial is because obviously we've created the community aspect of it. Is they, they almost self-regulate 
the community when we're yeah, exactly. there to kind yeah, of chime it's in really the valuable. When people when people have uh, questions that they ask in they just ask it in the Facebook group and other members answer so it just it just answers itself. Yeah, they create their own sort of support mechanism which is great. So, sort of the one thing that we need to do better is create I don't want to say formal yeah, yeah, formal brand advocates in terms of spending some time with some specific people that have been with us for a while and giving them extra training, extra setup, one-to-one, get them to know the platform completely. Because like you say, we're a team of nine, but if we can go and train 90 people really well on what we do and all the ins and outs, because we know there's features that people don't use that are fantastic. If we can go and get those 90 people to be really strong brand advocates, then I think they'll be our best salespeople. Interesting why this went, actually. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good idea to be fair. So, um... Anything else on social? Any questions? Uh, how about your personal social? Just yeah. What do you personally do? Because obviously business is one thing, but so I've kind of stopped using Facebook for personal now. I mean, I put one picture up yesterday, and that's probably the first one I've posted in a very long time. It just my son fell asleep on a couch in a weird position. <laughs> he was sprawled out, so I just put a bottle of beer in his hand. Um, I thought it was funny, um, but in terms of social, personally. This is going to sound bad, but I feel like I missed the boat on it because I moved everything across to the business. So three years ago, I just doubled down on the business and I've only focused on business. So like my personal Facebook, my personal Twitter, my personal Instagram has just been completely neglected. But so for me, when I think about social, I purely think about expert trades, social media, not personal, not Adam Callow. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't want to spend all of my time on so, like I, I flick it on from time to time when I'm bored because it just it just kills five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I find that if I try to think about posting, I spend more time looking for things to post about yeah, as okay. opposed to posting about things that I've done. So it's kind of you end up doing things for the photo instead of taking a photo of the things. Of what the things you do? Yeah, I know. And then I just get sick of, and that I like putting things up. So say I take a run of photos after a day out or anything like that, I'll post them up whenever, just so they're up there, so people can see and that. But I find now that I've got that, um, now that I've got Google Photos, I realise that was all I was actually using Facebook for. Like anyway, storage, it's just storage. So, and obviously it's crap storage on Facebook because it compresses the yeah, yeah resolution's crap. So yeah, I just I just put them on Google Photos. Now. No, but that's really interesting. <laughs> I mean, like. I don't actually know one person in our company that doubles down on personal social media. <laughs> but everyone's using it. Like Everyone's on social. But it's really weird to see that not one person here is mad on Snapchat or mad on Instagram. Like We're all just fairly... We only use it for work or mm. just fairly just... Okay. I guess you jump can't, into you different can't get things. burnt out on it when you're doing it. Yeah. For, for, yeah, there for is that. And, and for me, it's kind of like I can spend some time building a personal following for me or I can spend that time adding more value to... The business and it's a no-brainer for me at this point in time it's the, it's the same principle of when you're trying to do all three or four social medias yeah there's, there's only so much time in the day so if you're spending all your time on someone else exactly doing not. three work social medias and then i add your own three and you're doing six and you're doing exactly. six poorly um but the one thing that i do need to keep doing is looking at other platforms in, a, mm. in more depth um there's stuff out there that i know is that is coming up at the moment that i just need to work out is it something that's going to be a fit um, and then how much content marketing we do around new platforms because if we can be seen as the people that Facebook Masterclass went so well mm, that I yeah, feel like good. if we can really position ourselves that's our content marketing strategy and if we can really position ourselves to help do more of that 
and show that we are an expert in the fields that matter, um, it can be really interesting. They're great tools as well. Like say, the, the live streaming is great. Facebook, Facebook Live's great, yeah. Group messages on Facebook whenever you try and organize things. Just like all of these networks have uses. It's the utility element that we like compared to the social and element, like Twitter's is great for getting in touch with companies because it's public and it's instant. So yeah. they all... They all have their own individual mechanisms, don't they? Mm. Which is cool. Done? Yeah. Okay, so we've spent... (laughs) Sorry, mate, it was a (laughs) key... No, I need another coffee, to be honest, man. I think we're both in the same boat this morning. Um, So we spent the last... Excuse me. We spent the last couple of weeks on our app update, which should be approved by Apple this morning, hopefully. Um, You've been heading up something called Tool Talk. That's a big stretch, leaning back. So this this comes down to community and this comes down to engagement. This comes down to eyeballs in the app. Um, what are you doing now? We spent so long on this. What are you doing now to get people into that and using it? Because this is the this is like the reason I thought it'd be a nice flow on as well. When you told me you said one word, I'm talking about social media. I said, okay, this might work. Social media only works when there's people to speak to. When there's mm-hmm. people in the room having a conversation. No one wants to walk into an empty room and be the only person there. Whereas we're pushing a feature out that is literally an empty room. The, the whole value in it is around the engagement and the conversations. So we're going, we're going to have a massive hurdle to get to conversations happening. If we get this to this sort of critical mass where enough conversations are happening on their own, then we think it's going to be a great tool. But this is either going to be a massive failure and we've wasted five to six days dev time and five to six days of your time, or it's going to be a massive success and it's going to be a great tool that we, one, adds more value to our members and two, we can commercialize. How are you going to get people in it? I think it's just social media. <laughs> I th- no, I, honestly, like, it's, we have noticed, just for when, let me back up. So when we were putting stuff in there or know it, or finding out what to put in, yep. we consulted Facebook essentially. All you have to do is toss out a simple question. What are your guys' thoughts on this? So give us an example. So let's pick a tool, like a Makita drill of okay. some kind, or or just Makita in general. Okay. Say, what do you guys think to this brand? Do they make good tools? Yes, no, what are you using? People are boom, boom, boom. Everyone loves, everyone, these guys love to talk about their tools, don't they? Because that because that's the thing they spend the most of the time using. Yeah. And so they've all got their own opinions. A lot of people have had experiences, good and bad, and everyone just likes sharing their opinion. Yeah, they're very opinionated and, people. And that's it, so... Hopefully, this we I think our biggest challenge will, like you say, be getting them to just use it and just direct them to let them know what it is and how to use it and things like that. But they won't be shy given the feedback, it's nope. just whether they want to put it on there. So, have you got any mechanics in place that you're going to implement to try and get the initial 25, 50, 100 people in there? So, I, get, I mean, we've we've already spoke to a few people, um, that. <laughs> already gave their feedback it's like oh great well, so this is people live. that you said what do you think of Makita and they've yeah. said I like this drill yeah so we, we put for example that specific drill in there and I said hey John once this is live it'd be great to get your feedback in there but then kind of for the next okay so just on that let me just dig in so John said this drill's great and then after that down the line you said hey John I've added this into our tool talk feature yeah be great to get can you please give there. a review of it when it goes live and again these are that shows some appreciation the, that you listen to him these are the guys these are not not necessarily all of them but these are the these are our close-knit community that support us yep. and love helping us out as well so these are all kind of just favors from the guys that that care yep 
Um, and then kind of for the rest, we, we mentioned it, I guess kind of incentivizing just that initial bit, maybe just to kind of yeah. give them a reason to want to. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we're doing some work with a company called Advent that do own brand tape measures. Mm. And we've got like 200 sat over there on the couch. So I thought this morning when you picked me up, well, you came to my house and we drove in. Um, let's say the first 200 people that leave a review or a comment get a free own branded expert trade state measure just as a thank you. Because I think it is going to be that critical mass that as soon as mm. people start, because of the way the notification loops work and the comments, it's just like Facebook's notification loop, but it just pulls you back in. Someone's replied to your thread X, Y, and Z. And, um, then, and then when you see someone that said that this this tool that you thought was crap, you're like, mm, I don't think you quite right there, John. <laughs> exactly. And it's quite, it's quite provoking as well, which will be good. Um, so on that note, let's just say, I want to touch base on this. We'll probably have a full show about Tool Talk in the future, um, just in terms of why we did it and then how it's engaging. The way that I see this, firstly, for the next three months is purely just a platform for engagement, but there's loads of ways for us to commercialize it as a business. I've got my own ideas. Everyone's probably got their own ideas. How do you think, from your experience with listings and bits like that that we've done in the past, and I'm putting you on the spot here as well, how do you feel this is going to add value up the supply chain through manufacturers and merchants in terms of us getting revenue into the business? Yeah, well, I mean, when we were um, when we were doing listings, I'm sure I'm sure we've spoken about like what, what, not we we didn't know it was tool talk at the time, but I'm sure we kind of brainstormed this when we, when we were looking at listings. Mm-hmm. This at the time would have been something like a, an add on, an extra. So. Yeah. So onto that page not into the app it was going to be like a web version where we okay. have like seven or eight listing pages ten listing whatever we've got at the moment which are basically company profiles mm. that pay for yeah, it yeah that's, that's what I mean so the vision at the time was you've got X companies page uh, with all their info all, the, all their equipment their tools whatever, the, whatever they make um, and then there would be like a reviews or section or whatever it may yep. have been but now this is kind of formed into its own independent thing but I think further down the line, it'll be great to, one, link those together again. Yep. Um, and then the fact that we're gathering the feedback. Companies, the biggest problem companies face is they don't know what their users think. Yeah. And that's, and that's, like we, do, we do these focus groups for companies for that specific reason. And, and just to touch on that, that's because the way the supply chain works is a guy makes a drill, then he puts that drill into a builder's merchant. The builders merchants are very traditional. They open the doors, they sell the drill, they close the doors, they wait for tomorrow. And they don't collect any data, no there's no feedback, there's no one knows who the hell is <laughs> they buying. They don't even have stuff. email addresses or, or we, yeah, we lucky work, if they have a phone number. Well we work with the builders merchants, got fifteen branches, turns over seventy million quid, and they've only got email addresses for twenty percent of their customers. <laughs> it just blew my mind. I was like, How are they segmented? And they're like, Pardon? I'm just like, Oh my word. Um, so how do they know you've got any offers on? Well, they, when they come in, they get we've got to that see short it. board over yeah. there, and Which we write gets updated it. Updated every three months, <laughs> exactly. But and again, actually, we've got need to buy some more chalk. That's still yeah, January's we've been, we've offer. Been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's an absolute nightmare. So I agree. So add the bolt onto the listing pages with reviews. This is kind of coming full circle. Is it's not really a question, but I think the best way for us to leverage this now is like you said, you mentioned Twitter, it's a really good way to engage with brands. Mm. I can imagine me from Expert Trades is if someone got a screenshot of a review of my company, tagged me in it on Twitter and was like, hey, John's just said this about your company. I would freak out because I don't know who's talking about me. 
the fact that it's a public app, the fact that there's 12,000 trades professionals in my area, in my kind of industry talking about my brand. So I think what we do with Makita, for example, is once we've got X number of reviews, good, bad, or indifferent, we screenshot it, we put it onto social, we tag Makita, and then we start making them think what's happening in the app. They'll then create an account and log in and see it, but you can't see everything. You can't see the comments. You can just see the ratings and bits like this. Mm. And I think we'll actually, and it's it's my focus from the last time we spoke, is to create this into inbound marketing. I don't think I'll need to sit on the phone and call Makita. I think if we can just cause enough ripples in their marketing department that they need to know what's happening, and enough people are speaking about them, and we use social media that way, I think it could be really great for us. Then they'll listen. Then they'll listen. What was then the thing? You, the phone. <laughs> uh, what was the thing that I saw the other day? You just when you said then they'll listen. Be so, uh, be so fucking good they can't ignore you. Like that's what we need to do. So uh, that's the plan, man. Inbound marketing and just stop being so. We've got a community. They all have very independent voices, and we just need to basically be the foghorn that allows them to speak a lot louder as a team. So plumbers have a problem with this brand, then we're going to be the, the platform that lets them amplify and, that. And that's all anyone wants as well. Like everyone wants their voice to be heard. Yeah. And a lot again, go back to kind of the focus groups, and that's when we when we did it for um, a tool manufacturer. The because they use the tools they've got a few little issues with them because no one ever thinks about this issue that they always have. So these guys just were chomping at the bit to get in that room and just say, yep. look, this tool you make's great. Apart from it doesn't work because the, the task that it's for is normally done that yeah, exactly behind a pipe. That's- and they just don't think about it because yeah. they're not on the job. And it's interesting with that focus you're talking about is there has been generally a lot of problems found with the tools. Mm. And I'm quite generally impressed with the way that the brand's dealing with it. I think the key thing is if you're going to be opening yourself up, same as if you're on social. If you don't want anyone saying anything bad about you yeah, to your face, don't be on social. But the key thing is if you're on social or not, they're still going to say it on social. Yeah, exactly. Be there to reply to it. But I've been really impressed with how they've been actually actioning it and responding mm-hmm. to it. So um, I'm looking forward to kind of watching that as a case study kind of thing. It's like, hey, we put these 30 people in a room. They found these three problems. These guys fixed it because they do the tooling X, Y, and Z. So... It's powerful stuff, man. As long as you don't think a social is the... I mentioned on the Facebook Masterclass. It's not the end of a conversation when you post something. It's just the start. And too many people think it's, hey, that's done. Push it out. What's the next thing? Yeah. And as long as you keep that moving forward. Across what we spoke, social, uh, tool talk, I think it's going to be used a great platform for us moving forward. It's all about feedback. It is, man. Anything else? No, just time for another coffee. And some work. Mm. Oh, yeah. You gave me a lot of work to do on Saturday. Those images. Oh, are they, are they done? No, I'll do them now. <laughs> so I didn't give you any work? <laughs> you, you, you tried. I might have given you work. It sounds like you didn't do the work, though. I acknowledged so it. The way, the way you said that was like, oh, I was working hard with all that work you sent me. And I was recovering. What from you really me. meant is, I got the email. Cheers. I got the email. Cheers. I was recovering from gin and tonic on Saturday. I can't believe the wife, man. So I was back at the hotel asleep, 1, one thirty. I had to be on just past a seven o'clock train back to Tamworth. What? What, in the morning? Yeah. Oh, my God. We had a family day planned. I was struggling. <laughs> cool, man. Wrap it up. Yeah.